Today, I'm gonna to talk about how you can make a lot more money. And most of the time, I'm talking to marketers, and today I'm gonna to be talking to marketers, but absolutely, if you are an entrepreneur, this is going to apply. If you're in business, if you run a business, if you own a business, if you're in management, this is going to apply. Honestly, like it's a good mantra that goes beyond business too. Uh, just if you want to leave, lead a better life. But if we're talking about getting paid more, if we're talking about bigger paydays, this is going to be especially valuable to you. Let's talk about solving bigger problems. Okay, so first things first, this is kind of a preview of tomorrow's episode because tomorrow I have an interview with Casey Stanton who is the author of The Fractional CMO Method, which is a Wall Street Journal number one bestseller and the founder of CMOX, which teaches marketers how to be CMOs, fractional CMOs for companies. And I'm so excited about sharing that interview with you. And I've been thinking a lot about his content recently. And, uh, and, and the Solve Bigger Problems is like the number one thing, the number one principle that they have for if you want to be a true leader in marketing, that's how you are doing that successfully. So most of us think too small. And I'll say this includes me in a lot of cases. I think that a lot of times my brain starts thinking really big, but then I refocus on the task at hand and it really shrinks my focus, narrows my focus. And that's not necessarily a bad thing, right? Um, but it's nice to be reminded that bigger problems, solving bigger problems, and this could be solving bigger problems for the market, it could be solving bigger problems within the marketing department, it could be solving bigger problems within the business, right? But solving bigger problems creates way more value. And um, in, in business, it's not just marketing breakthroughs, it can be total business transformations. I mean, I remember I was working with a client and I came to them and suggested that we create this event-based campaign. And they weren't like super, I don't know, um, it, it wasn't that innovative to do what we did, but it was something that not a lot of people in the space were doing. And I said, hey, let's, let's do this. And we actually created something. Number one, that first event did like three times their expected um, revenue from, from that. Um, number two, it, was, it created a model that they were able to use on repeat. Number three, as they were using that model on repeat, they attracted the attention of a buyer who actually came in and bought the company. Now, I was just getting paid like a little copywriter stipend from that. I did not get a portion of the enterprise value that was created by that. But that was the type of thing that was a bigger problem. Like they had challenges in consistently converting people, consistently generating leads, consistently generating partnerships. And I created this method, this system that was, you know, it was a marketing campaign map, but it actually, um, it created just a ton of value for them for the business and a bunch of leads, customer sales and profits. So when you think about this, um, what you ask yourself, what's gonna have the biggest impact on sales and profits? By the way, solving bigger problems is often about just asking more good questions, more of the right questions. So what's gonna have the biggest impact on sales and profits? What's gonna have the biggest impact on the value of the company? And then do that, like focus on that. Now, if you're gonna do this, you do need to create space 
and tools that will help you think better. And when I say tools, I mostly mean things like questions, like question lists of questions that you can ask yourself about your business, about what's going on, about what opportunities are in front of you, about what challenges are standing in your way, right? Ask these intelligent questions. What challenges are we facing in the business right now? Just spend some time thinking about what challenges are we facing in the business right now? What changes do we want to see within the next one to three years? Okay, awesome. Think about that. What changes do you want to see within the next one to three years? How about this? I, I, I thought of this the other day and I really like it. We'd have even bigger wins if only X were true. So for example, uh, marketing could go to a sales team and say, um, you would be able to do your job better. You would have more consistent success at your job if what were true. Okay. And in most cases, like if you have a business where marketing is sending leads to a sales team, it's going to be more and better qualified leads, right? So how can we create marketing systems that generate more and better qualified leads for the sales team, right? It could have even bigger wins if only that was true. And then you really focus on that. And that's a big problem to solve in a business, right? Now, in order to ask yourself these questions, you do need to give yourself time and space to reflect on it. So like you do need to get away. You do need to like sit down and not be interrupted and just be able to get all these thoughts out. And written reflection is great for this. Having a journal, like I, I just bought some new journals. Like having a journal that you can just put that stuff down on paper, that's going to be powerful for you. Now, as you're doing this, the natural predisposition is to filter as you are having all these thoughts, having all these reactions, especially if I'm saying solve bigger problems, you're like, oh, that's not a big enough problem for me to solve, right? You're, you're thinking of this and you're like, oh, that's a problem. No, that's not big. That's a problem. That's not big. That's, that's not going to actually help you. So uh, in the, the book and system, Getting Things Done, he talks about this capture process and he's not unique in this. Like people who are highly successful do a good job of capturing ideas, capturing thoughts, capturing projects, capturing to-dos, and just capturing all this information, not necessarily with the expectation that you have to do something or that's a problem you have to solve, right? But you capture as much of it as possible. Now, Dean Jackson teaches a different version. He calls it the 50-minute focus finder. And basically what he says is sit down for 50 minutes, set a timer for 50 minutes, or you know, I use Focusmate a lot, which is virtual co-working where you log in and you have like a video co-working partner and they have 50 minute sessions. So you could just, okay, I'm going to do a 50 minute focus finder during this session, right? Or you could do two 25s with a little break in the middle. Uh, go take a little walk in between. Um, but do this 50 minute process where all you're doing is just trying to identify problems and challenges that you would like to solve or unfulfilled desires within your business. Like this is the same thing as I talk about talking about in marketing, right? We talk to the problems that people are facing. We talk about the unfulfilled desires that they have. Well, you know, in, your, in business, those same things exist and you want to get as many of those out of your head as possible. And then, then after you've done that, you start to identify, okay, how big are these problems? How big is the problem on the list? Now, I was going through uh, going through a book on Scrum recently, the project management system, and uh, one of the ways it identifies the, the size of a project is they ask you to use Fibonacci numbers. Um, and Fibonacci numbers are relevant because the, the gap between them 
is big enough that our mind is able to actually pay attention to it, right? Like, so if I tell you to rate something on a one to 10 scale, you might not really recognize the difference between six and seven, right? But if I say, is this, um, you know, is this work a, a one, a two, a three, a five, an eight, a 13, a 21? Suddenly like the jump from eight to 13, 13 to 21, you start to recognize, okay, that's pretty big. Well, you can use the same scale to rate problems, right? How big is this problem in our business? Like how big of an issue is it? How impactful would it be to have it solved, right? Oh, if it's a one or a two problem, okay, maybe that's not very big, but uh, maybe, oh, we can identify that lead generation for the sales team and making sure that their calendar is booked full of appointments. That is a 21 problem for our business. Like that's a big problem, right? Not necessarily that, that they're not getting any leads right now, but that the impact on the business is going to be a really big impact, right? So we identify the biggest problem. We wanna know what's gonna have the biggest long-term impact. What problem can you solve that will also solve the most other problems is also a good way to think about this. So you may recognize that as you thought about all these problems, all these challenges, all these unfulfilled desires in your business, things that weren't the way that you want them to be yet, you may realize that, okay, um, sales may have five problems that are impacted by marketing, but if we could just be sending them highly qualified leads consistently, probably the other four problems are gonna mostly disappear. And they may be five and eight problems right now, but they're gonna drop down to maybe a one problem and become much less relevant because the lead problem was a 21. And then start taking action to solve the problem. Uh, the impact filter from Dan Sullivan is uh, is a great process and it, it actually has more detail than what I'm talking about here, what I have in my notes. But the impact filter uh, just encourages you to ask questions around what a project is going to be. So uh, some questions that you ask are things like, what's the purpose? Like, what do you want to accomplish here, right? What do we want to accomplish in solving this problem? Importance, what's the biggest difference this is gonna make in the business? Ideal outcome, what does the completed project look like? Okay, what does the completed project look like? Success criteria, what has to be true when this project is finished? And that's where you start to de define like what, what are all the items that are gonna be true? This success criteria list is gonna be the longest um, answer to any question. What are all the things that have to be true for this project to be defined as done, right? And then we take this, the answers to those questions and we create a project and a plan of action. So we break it down into specific actions that we can take, specific like physical action steps, specific deliverables, right? And we define who's responsible for each. If it's more than just us on the team or maybe it is just us and it's us that's responsible, right? But we define uh, who's responsible for what deliverable, right? And then we get started. And there's lots of approaches to that. You know, I've been learning a lot about Scrum recently and I. It's an excellent approach, um, but but the big point is that you need to break down the big work into actionable steps, and then you start taking actions until you get to the point of you defined what done would be for the project that was going to address that problem. And it may not do a perfect job of addressing the problem, but it by taking those actions, by hitting whatever essential milestones there are within that project, you're probably going to learn a lot and you may identify other action items that need to be taken, right? 
But that's what it takes. You focus on a big problem, you work to solve it. And once you reach a point where you're like, okay, we really did a good job of solving that problem, you move on to the next biggest problem and the next biggest problem. And you can reassess along the way as well. So my call to action for you from this episode is ask yourself, how, are you, how can you use this? How can you use what we've just talked about here? Also, don't forget to like and subscribe so you get more content like this delivered to you. If you do want to know more about breaking down big projects into uh, small action items, I have a great training on that called Small Work, Big Productivity. It's, it's really focused on all of that, focused on defining the small action steps that you can take today that will help you complete big projects that solve big problems that generate big outcomes for you. And that's part of my BTMS Insider streaming library of copywriting and marketing courses. Those links are in the description. I'm Roy Fur. this is Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. And hey, go out there and solve bigger problems. It's a pretty good idea. I'll catch you again in the next episode. See you soon, bye. Thank you once again for tuning in to this daily episode of Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Remember, check out the links with this episode for even more value. Now make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe, and engage in every way you can to keep this show going and growing and delivering daily value to you. I'll catch you soon for your next big breakthrough.